0: What's up next
1: what's up Scott
0: this is our year in review you and I have been recording this for a year now we started recording Nick's tips back in December
1: I was going back through I've, I basically pulled up my calendar and went through all 52 weeks and it's crazy cuz you you're every day you're like working towards something these small incremental changes and then when you look back at what actually happened over a year like what you were working on a year ago and how much you learned is crazy.
0: Like move mountains, like this. A lot has happened this past year. So this is our first recording in in quite a while. So for listeners, we're back. We're back. We're coming in, coming in hot for 2023.
1: 2023 is yeah. going to be off the charts. We got momentum. We got now. momentum now. May I have your attention, please? Don't be tardy to the Coach McKenzie party. That's right, you're listening to Varsity Tips, formerly known as Nick's Tips with Scott and Nicole, where they sit down and discuss a hot topic to get Nick's hot takes and tips. It's the same show you've grown to know and love. We're just calling it something new to fit the curriculum here at Accounting High. So lace up your sneaks and stretch out, because Varsity Tips is now in session. I repeat, may I have your attention please? This is another public service announcement brought to you in part by
0: Accounting High. The views and events expressed here are of the next generation of accounting and tech professionals leading this space. The events and suggestions are not to be taken lightly. Children should not partake in the listening of this podcast. Anything else?
1: Yeah. So without further ado, introducing the star of our show,
0: Scott and Nicole.
1: We're going to have a problem here.
0: coming in coming in hot for 2023 traditionally speaking the turnaround time has been very lengthy for these i'm gonna gonna work work on that in 2023 a lot has changed for both of us in the past year in our firms in our lives so i think we're going to interweave both of them as we talk about this past year our year in review Yeah,
1: i would say like probably for me definitely one of the or definitely is the most i've traveled for accounting events in a year i think coming coming out of COVID where we didn't have a lot of events or social interaction, it seemed like everyone was gung-ho to go out and see each other. So I think I maybe overdid it this year in conferences and packs. So next year, I'm going to, I don't know, maybe it'll be the same. I mean, I, at this point, I feel like our accounting group has become some of my best friends. So it's just like if I can see my friends once a month <laughs> and call it work, I guess, I guess I'll continue doing that in 2023.
0: So we're going to talk about all the changes and all the things that happened in this past year in our firms, in our lives, in the accounting world.
1: So I counted 10 trips, accounting trips between conferences and uh, packs that were on GPAC and fresh books. And I think I've seen you and Kenji and some of our accounting friends more than I've seen my own friends
0: aside from maybe like a couple of months with no travel, I was traveling. I mean, basically I've traveled all year, nonstop 17 wow. trips this year for me. Most of them flights. I think two were driving of the 17. That's a lot of airports. And I started the year a bit of a mess. Like <laughs> I went into 2022 and I think on the, on our first trip of the year, I had four canceled flights, but it worked out for the best. like, I had the best experience because of the canceled flights. It wasn't like that, tra- that ruined my travel experience. Yeah. So, our great. first
1: trip of the year was Santa Barbara or Cash Barbara. And this was yep. so we started these trips with just our core accounting friends during COVID when there were no conferences. So, we started with Nashville, Cash, Cashville kids. So, Cash it all started. And then we did a Scottsdale trip. And then Santa Barbara was our 2022 trip. And then there was a back-to-back. So I think we did that one week. And then the next week we had GPAC, which is Gusto's Partner Advisory Council. So that and that was in Denver. And I remember I showed up. Well, I always show up on... on (laughs) You always show up early and then miss your flight on the way out. And then I tend to show up on day two so I can come in hot while everyone's got that day two energy and I still have my day one energy.
0: Always coming in hot. So... We started, this has been the roaring 20s so far. Starting at 2020, there were, obviously, the world shut down. But me and Will decided we should all get together. And we said, Nashville's open. Let's all meet in Nashville. I thought it was a great idea. We all did. And we had a great time. Nobody got sick. We all got together in Nashville. Wait, 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 wait.
1: Somebody got sick.
0: Oh, somebody (laughs) did definitely get (laughs) sick. (laughs) But that was not covid that wasn't a sick sick that was like i somebody drank too much sick um oh shout out to will i don't know if he's gonna be listening to this but this is long enough past that we can we can talk about it right we're well to. we still don't know. me and you nursed him to health we nursed him to health almost all night i think we were there till like four in the morning five yeah. making sure that he yeah i mean
1: it could have he thinks it was possibly a roofie but we don't know either way it was we don't a, know it it all
0: right so the jury's out on that that was back in 2020 so that was in 2020 yeah
1: that was a long time ago
0: we came in hot in 2022 so my flight was canceled i had two flights canceled on the trip there it was going to be rerouted to somewhere else to get to santa barbara but instead that flight was canceled too and i knew kenji was flying into la so I rerouted myself, and they gave me a ticket to L.A., and I got there the same time as him. This all happened in the morning at the airport, all of this whole, like, cancel flight, another cancel flight. I was going to go home, decided they could take me to L.A., or they, they got me to L.A., and then Kenji rented a car, and we drove to, and that's what, what his plan was already. He was going to L.A., wanted to rent a car to drive down, because that drive down was beautiful. That was so cool to see, like, the mountains on one side, and the, it's like a, a famous drive from... L.A. to Santa Barbara. I'm like, people surfing on the other side in January. So I would pay,
1: pay the big bucks, California.
0: California. And then I was, at first, the last night there, I was leaving early. Everybody else was staying another day to do like these wine tours, and I was going to change my flight that night, and I was going to pay another two hundred dollars to change it. And I was like, nah, it's not worth it. Two hundred dollars, and then I get another flight, another hotel room, all that. I wake up the next morning, and my flight was canceled and they paid me for the extra day and and all that other stuff so this is just a great trip for me this is a great way to start out the year we went from there like you said we went from there to denver denver was great met some some cool new friends there met miguel for the first time i met ian crook for the first time um handful of great people there for the first time and it was all a bunch of people that was you know travel was um still a little sketchy even the beginning of 2022 and things were like half canceled so all of us had already gotten our tickets for g like our plane tickets hotels for g-pack that was canceled but we all just showed up there anyway sort of like low-key we yeah so we we were doing the g-pack during the day in our hotel rooms on zoom and then we went out and that was that was when you came in hot and we get tequila shots and donuts the first night like it was my um, birthday yeah and it's gonna be in my birthday again this year yep so we'll update you next december on how that went as we as we do our year in review of 2023 but this is still 2022 so that was it like that was just the first you know it was like basically the second half of january we were traveling and i definitely don't take this lightly or for granted the fact that we were able to travel in january because my firm is our busiest month. January, 1099s, property tax listings, like all of the things that would keep me chained to my desk just got done by my team, by my trusted team. I love them. They've, uh, they've been killing it. So I'm very proud of my team, very proud of what I've created, A systems that we've created, and the ability to be able to step away from the business and not be chained to anything now like I don't take that for granted I know I complain a lot (laughs) but I definitely don't take that for granted so your January was different yeah I mean I would
1: say this is probably one of the first years that I stepped away during January usually it's like all hand on hands on deck Ashley handled 1099s this year and built out a pretty good process Used to be that the the team would do 1099s, but now Ashley took over. I wanted to consolidate it with just one person to, to relieve the team that's already doing all of the year end stuff that needs to get that to the tax accountant. Um, and the, the, they were very excited. I don't think Ashley was very happy about it, but the rest of the team was definitely felt the difference. Um, and then we also did a lot of stuff in November and December to prepare for, like making sure we booked all the prior year journal entries tax journal entries um and then getting the bank recs done on more of a weekly basis and then reaching out and getting all those w9s before the end of the year that we needed so that helped um but yeah just having the team able to step up and it was it was nice to be able to step away in january so uh, i feel very lucky that that i was able to do that blessed Blessed. hashtag blessed you're
0: blessed yeah hashtag blessed what I don't know why there's a hashtag there. I just said blessed, but that's a, that's a thing, right? So, and then, um, I recorded a lot in January. So January this year, I was the recording with Ron Baker. And that was like my ultimate achievement of this podcast at the time. Like that's all I ever wanted was to record with Ron Baker. And it turned out splendid. It's our second most listened to episode. And guess what? Friday, December 30th, 2022, I'm recording again with Ron. Oh,
1: Baker. really? What's the topic? Yes. Or just checking in?
0: Time's up. Time's up. His book.
1: Oh. I didn't know he His had a new book, book coming out. Time's Came up. Out. And let me guess. It's about not tracking time?
0: No, it's about subscription oh. <laughs> it, Time's up. We're not okay. talking about time. He's already. Anymore. I was We're like, he's been talking about subscriptions. Okay, okay, full, okay, blown. full blown. It's so great, though. Like, you're going to love this book summary because I've been taking some notes. We've we've done episodes on purpose, which is our most listened to episode, by the way. Nick's Tips on Purpose is blowing all the other ones wow. out of the water. Most listened to. And that's what that book's about, is, is having impact and working with a purpose and your business having a purpose. It's sort of like ta- tagged onto the Simon Sinek stuff, you know, find your why, find your business's purpose. And... It talks about the business, professional businesses of the new age are going to have impact. That's what they're measuring is measuring their impact on their clients or on the world and not just measuring their financials. So stay tuned. This is it's a big lead into the whole book, but that's all I've read so far is, is the impact chapters and the purpose. So stay tuned. I just want to drop that there because it was like a pretty cool way to bookend the year and to start yeah. out the year too. And a lot of stuff in between, lots and lots of goodies. So let's continue. So as you you went through this, January to February, you know, throughout the year, what what else? And by the way, that's also why I'm so far behind on episodes because I recorded so much in January and February and March and April when I was home and not traveling. I created a backlog that I'm still plowing through. I just got to May.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's good because you were able to take some time off while you were traveling, all these things we went to at the end of the year. I guess. Yeah, so the beginning Q Q1 of 2022. So in 2021, I started. I tried to build out a our surf, CFO service line. I hired a CFO, hired him to build that out. And so by early 2022, I started to realize, or it, I had to make a decision, right, of like investing more money and time into this or cutting it off. And so by March. I kind of parted ways with the CFO that I'd hired because it just wasn't working out. And uh, what I realized from that was, one, it was very difficult to to scale that because we were working with so many different types of clients. So that ignited this whole thing of niching. So I made the decision at that point to niche more with marketing agencies and professional service businesses. I just I realized that if you want to, if you do want to build out a CFO service line it is kind of a different business model than the accounting service line and i probably would have structured the comp in a different way I wouldn't have hired i wouldn't hire a w2 cfo again i would probably do it more as a contractor role where it's they get paid out based on the clients they're servicing and would be like a you know percentage so at this point now we are niched in marketing agencies and i have been focused now on Building out the deliverable for that, which is gonna be more historical KPI focused rather than forecasting focused for now. So that was one big thing that happened in at the beginning of the year.
0: Well, I, I kinda love that you you found your way and you learned from doing. And that's kind of your MO. You've always done that. Dive in head first, figure it out, or <laughs> it up or both. Yeah,
1: not up a lot of things and spend a lot of money on <laughs> like but I always learn something at the end of it. So it's, it's like it's like when you go to college, right? You pay a bunch of money to learn stuff. Uh, so that's how I feel like my business. It's one big experiment. I like to touch it and feel it and screw it up. I
0: mean, I've, I've learned a lot of things in life through failure. I had an epic failure in college. Different proportions than you had, but I had a huge failure. And changed the course of my whole life. And it cost me a lot. cost me a lot of money cost me a lot of time. Not really though, cuz I also fast forwarded a lot of things in life that I probably would have floundered had I not made those mistakes. All mistakes have been blessings. Yeah. That's that's today's keyword, is blessings. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> sometimes I wish I would have learned I could have learned things uh in a less expensive way, but you always end up at the same at the same spot, right?
0: You do, yeah. Sometimes it takes, you know, but we all learn in our own pace. Actually, Dave Leary said that to yeah. me at QB Connect. He said, you know, You'll get there. You'll you'll have you have a great podcast. It's gonna be amazing, but you're just gonna have to learn on your own because I can't help you or <laughs> something like that. Like he was yeah. he was drunk and he's basically look, I can't help you. You're gonna do fine. You're just gonna take you a little bit longer, yeah. right? And that's that's basically like, how everything letting is. Letting your kid go play
1: outside knowing they're gonna come back with their knee scrape, but they gotta learn.
0: They gotta learn, yeah. Like, um and so so I think we we all learn through experience. And through falling down, falling on our face, as long as we get back up, that's the thing is, you know, when you try these things, now you're going, and I love that you're using KPIs and you're using historical data to guide the relationship now because that's ultimately what matters because that's fact, right? And then you can eventually learn from that and then start to look forward and start to see the future, look toward the future, but it doesn't have to be that huge jump from we're doing books and taxes and all that to then all of a sudden skipping forward and, and just looking forward when you're you got a lot of steps along the way a lot of things. Yeah, to we really
1: did a lot of work way. defining who our ideal client is and the stages that they go through. And so we, we kind of knew it, but we wrote it down like our ideal client is really above a million dollars in revenue, that one to 10 million in revenue, that's professional service, and they really need more of an accrual basis. But like you said, we, we did jump that middle part of, hey, there are a lot of, especially, you know, now I can go out and say, okay, marketing agencies, what benchmark data is available? Let's, as long as we do the accounting in a certain way, then we can actually pull out those KPIs. And right, that right there is going to be extremely valuable for our clients and future clients that our accounting team can deliver without having to go out and build out our CFO service line. So I tend to do that a lot where I'll jump from A to you know, Z <laughs> and my team's good about pulling me back and like simplifying things, but you just, you don't know until you try it, right?
0: I've told you this before, but you know that A to Z Amazon, the arrow, the smile and the Amazon logo is A to Z. Ah, little- okay.
1: See, I'm, I'm forgetful. For, so that still impresses me the second time around.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I, love, I love telling you stuff because I can always repeat <laughs> the same fun facts. And they're, they're always just as impressive as they were the first time. I'm just like pretending that I never told you. So yeah, so I still haven't made that step. I still haven't gone full niche and I've talked about it at length this year, but it's all just like, kind of like a big joke. Like, but it's not. Like I want to do Accounting Vice. I want to account for vices. I want that to be our niche because let's face it. I'm a viceful person. I have a lot of vices. I actually have fewer vices now than I did in the past, but I still have plenty. And I know, I know things, a thing or two about, you know, different industries as they are businesses, but yet there's a lot of restrictions around the vices and a lot of compliance related to accounting for cannabis and it's still not even legal in my state. So that's probably why I haven't made the jump. And accounting for OnlyFans clients, we've had one for, for a long time. I say we have clients <laughs> and OnlyFans because it's a husband and wife. But really, we've just had one. But we've dealt with all the shit, like the banks and, and all the stuff that we've had to deal with. So I just felt like that's gonna be my niche. But I just don't, like, it's it's just not mine. This firm is not mine. It's Padgett, yeah. right? Like, I, Even though I just, it is mine. I, don't, I can't change it with the tender love and care that I can of, like, the accounting high. Like, there's nobody I answer to with accounting high. Padgett, I still feel like, in some ways, I have to answer to somebody else, and I have to do things a certain way, and I can't just do my own thing, and... and it up along the way yeah and if so, you,
1: you know it's one of those things like don't fix it if it's not broken you guys have leads coming in you've got your services nailed down so there may not be a need for a niche it just
0: if we got our margins laid yeah. nailed down too as we can get into that like that i fixed up too because last january was piss poor it was not a good sight to see but every all the changes that i made are now like i'm reaping the benefits of that too so not only do i have freedom i got some financials financials looking good too
1: good good so so that was so, Q one and then in april we had our first virtual fresh packs so we both got selected to be on fresh pack which is fresh books partner advisory council
0: that changed my life too for sure i don't even remember the virtual meetup that we had you really are, are killing it with well the here, i went so back and great. looked at my that calendar
1: so these are the things on my calendar. Okay. I also joined uh, Jason Stats Realized Group in Q2. Um, okay. Then in May we had Accounting Web Live Conference at Paradise Point in San Diego.
0: So you you fast forwarded through two of my trips. So I had Paget Speaking of Paget, speak of the, the Paget Pondavida. So they had a little retreat is what they called it capital r and capital e retreat it was it was kind of a treat i didn't have the best time there but i did get to hang out with blake i got to hang out with some of my friends david emerman was there Blake i was, was like there, there. i was also because Paget had him speak oh. so i was in a funk i was i was actually like upset that they didn't ask <laughs> me to do anything
1: <laughs> and they had they had other
0: people too <laughs> So, so that's why i didn't have a bad time that's why i didn't have a good time they they paid for me to go there they paid for everything and because they didn't ask me to speak or do anything i was like pissy and moaning so the disease of me is what i always have to deal with want had a good time though we had a we had a nice little trip so she came on with me that trip that was the only trip that she traveled with me this year i mean aside from mexico but the only accounting trip so we had a good time there um and then from there we went to Salon.
1: Accounting Salon.
0: Event. Accounting Salon. So, straight from Florida to Florida. I went home. I had a pit stop at home first. So, it was Pontevedra to. And Pontevedra, I don't think we drove, but we might have. No, I don't think we drove. with flew. And then Salon, I flew into Atlanta, met Byron in Atlanta Airport, and then met Kenji in the Atlanta Airport. And we drove through Alabama to get to Seaside. With Nicole Davis too. That was a fun trip. I made up a new car game and we had some fun on that trip. Met a lot of new people. So on all of these trips, I'm meeting new people all along the way. At the Pageant One, I met um uh what was his name? I met Jeannie Whitehouse at the Pageant One too. And Pharma. Farming. away. Okay. Chris farming. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's I met him yeah. when yeah. he was he him, was him in the Bay Area.
1: we we got a beer.
0: I Yeah. And then uh salon oof, whole host of people that I met. I met Sarah Prevost first oh, time, yeah, and then lots of people. I'm pretty sure I met Dan Luthy for the first time there, and a whole host of people. And I, I feel bad that I'm not remembering all the names, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Drop the mic there. Um, from so, and then we went from there to Accounting Web, which was only like basically all of these were back to back to back to back. So you at Accounting Web, and I, you were on a panel. I was on a panel or I was doing a panel. Yeah. I think like I got
1: that. sucked into people in my people advisory again.
0: <laughs> Great time at accounting web. Lots of people. Again, lots of new people, lots of new faces, new friends, always making new friends at all these places because everybody is a friend. That's why I've always said this. I've said this all year. Everybody in this accounting sphere is like, has some value, has something to add to the conversation. Yeah. Always. I've never been at a loss for words with any of our accounting friends. Always have something to talk about. Yeah, Accounting about. Web Live Conference was so. awesome.
1: It was an amazing venue. Uh, I, remember I met Ben and Kenny from Keeper, Keeper app. But
0: oh, right. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, so there wasn't very many people there. I'm sure they lost money on this, but uh, they're not having it again, I think. Well,
0: that's because they, they <laughs> yeah. shut down. They shut
1: down in the U.S., right? I was yeah. disappointed because, well, I think it's had to, to do with their name. Like Accounting Web Live, it sounds like it's from the 1990s. I don't think it has anything to
0: do with their name? I think they overspent and they just didn't care about the U.S. anymore. They thought U.S. was going to be big, and it didn't prove to be yeah. as as big as it was. But that was, I remember the moment and who I was with, what I was doing, what I was talking about when I came up with Accounting High.
1: Oh. That happened in San at Diego Accounting
0: web. It did. It did. John Ree and a, a few other people were all standing around the, I just remember John was there because I, I said it straight to him. I don't know why, but I felt like he was the one that was going to get it. And he did. <laughs> and he, and he remembers that moment too. Cause I was just talking to him about that at connect. So yeah, I mean, that was, that was it. That was the turning point of this whole platform and this podcast. And now this is varsity tips. So I didn't even mention varsity tips, but we will in the intro. This is this is our varsity tips for the year. Is that name landing still, or do we have to still work on it?
1: I think it's fine. See,
0: it's not Nick's tips. I mean, I feel like we we could still yeah. go back to Nick's tips, but I like I almost want to start the whole Coach Mac <laughs> thing because I like I like that too.
1: Maybe throw it in your listener so, survey.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. So from there. Then the rest of May was pretty open. Um, my, I, I don't really have any too many updates at the firm because the firm was just kind of working itself the whole year. I just focused on the podcast. I got a lot of updates. Like I know right now, this May was when we recorded this episode with James Ashford. I know everything that happened in detail this year because I'm still going through these episodes. I'm still like reliving my mindsets in the middle of the year and seeing how that's changed from then to now. Isn't that weird? Things I talked about then and the things that have happened since then, like kind of crazy. May we what about when you listen to these episodes after months after when you hear <laughs> hear like that playback? Do you sometimes hear yourself and say that was a good yeah, idea? Yeah, of course. You write down your own <laughs> too sometimes.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes like especially for the ones <laughs> I planned, I'm like, Oh, okay, yeah, I should write that down. I forgot I forgot that I was doing that or I was planning on doing that.
0: Yeah, or why did I even do that in the first place? Oh, yeah, or, or I'm like, oh, that's lines. cute.
1: That's funny that I was thinking about that back then. Like, I kind of figured it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's always like, a, this is all iterations in a process. So we get to Carbon X, and I always said that was a pivotal moment for me, too. So those two trips were very transformational for me. Figured out accounting high, and I figured out my purpose. I remember exactly the moment, too. And it's something so simple. Anytime you really do figure out what you were put on this earth for, you realize you knew it all of your life and you've been doing it your whole life. And now you're just able to articulate it better and actually do things with intention because you're not doing them accidentally on purpose. Everything I did, I've said this before, accidentally on purpose. And when we were there at carbon, it was, it was through others through my interaction and what other people said to me, that I, that I realized I was actually listening. So the only time I ever actually learned something is when I listened to other people. <sighs> I'm always I'm, I'm the disease of me. I'm always stuck on, on whatever's in my head at that moment and not actually listening. And it was somebody that pulled me aside and he was like, you know, I saw you wearing your hat on stage. Remember, I did that live yeah, podcast. Yeah, that was there? great
1: on stage. There you were, yeah, that you was did great.
0: awesome. I loved that. I was like, I was in my element there, but it was just being, I was just, it just, everything was just normal to me. I was just acting like I would, if I was just with you guys, like on a couch, just talking. Right. I didn't change the way I was to be on stage. I didn't change anything about me there in person. Everybody's wearing suits. Everybody's like buttoned up and acting right. And I'm acting a fool on stage off stage i'm wearing a hat backwards like it's a hat i bought at the airport i loved it that it was the like donkey that, one? i've been wearing that hat a lot yeah
1: a good one. Yeah. Right. yeah the wise, the wise ass wise, hat
0: yeah. yeah and so i've been wearing that since and um that was like the first hat i got too so on every trip i've gotten i think i've gotten a hat toward the end of the year at least i got a bunch of new hats because every trip i got a new hat a <laughs> i was gonna say a hat and There's a haircut okay. out, right? either
1: a hat or a haircut
0: well Hat or a haircut, something to do with the extremities, right? <laughs> I'll get shoes too sometimes. Extremes. So so um, he pulled me aside and he's like, you know, I saw you wearing your hat. So I went up and got my hat out of my room because I didn't know why I wasn't wearing it in the first place. And I was like, oh, that's actually something I would say to somebody else. Like if I saw somebody else was wearing a hat and I left mine and I would have went back up and got it and then pulled them aside and told them. So now I was like, how many other things are people telling me that I'm just not like putting that much emphasis on or, or listening to? So I start like replaying in my head from the past few trips. And it's always me acting a fool and having fun in the best possible way. Like I'm not really out to hurt anybody or anything. I'm mean, usually it's all self-deprecating and it's all jokes, but it's always been trying to weave in the professional ish with some fun. Like with the podcast too, you know, I tried to like tightrope that that walk of what's purposeful, like or what's you know what's educational and what's entertaining, and how do we find a middle ground there to keep to keep me entertained? Because if I get bored, I don't want to do it, right? So, I don't know. That was just a pivotal moment. So I just I got I got to start listening more. I'm learning as I go, and I'm creating content now I'm a content yep. creator
1: so your purpose your not purpose a, is to
0: is to educate and entertain accountants in a fun way i don't even have it as a, as a like a yeah. thing like i don't have i don't have the written word i know that there's a mission for accounting high i have i have all of the stuff for that we got the website up now don't go to the website yet because it's not actually live but anybody that's listening at least now you can go to accounting high and see our yearbook photos and stuff so we got to get the ratings. Um, I like the, we need the professor
1: ratings feature available.
0: Yeah. This is idea. So as the year went by right from there, we, we disengaged. So straight from carbon X, we all went to Vegas during engage without tickets to engage. Not all of us, but
1: yeah. So in we, 2021, some of us went, we all went to it to engage in Vegas. That was the first time I'd been in 2021. You went without a badge, or you didn't buy one. I mean, you came to the conference, I think, for a day. You used somebody else's badge, mm-hmm. but then we we're like,
0: no, about uh, yeah, we we're
1: like, uh, the, so the conference yeah. wasn't great for at least for me. It wasn't really valuable for me. There were a lot of apps there. It was more of your traditional conference. It was like two thousand dollars, so there was mostly partners there. Just not a lot of diversity in terms of like younger people. Uh, just kind of like your old school conference. It felt like to me. So we decided, well, it's in Vegas and we want to see each other. So let's just do what Scott did and we'll just go and not actually get a ticket to the conference. We'll just go to Vegas and we'll go to all the events that happen around and outside of the actual conference, which is what we go for anyway, right? Like we go there to see our friends and to go to dinners and, and it's Vegas, like Vegas. I love Vegas personally.
0: Vegas is always a success. Had a great time there. Best way to midpoint or like to, you know, how how, that was the midpoint of the year, basically, was that week. And then I went straight from there to Mexico, hibernated. All right. I was in my village for a month. That's when I actually wrote the first app rap. Right. CP Aliens I had been working on. It wasn't quite done. I, I didn't even record it at that point in June. And then that's when I had the idea to do the Dark Horse one for Katy Perry. And I was so amped up about it. It's not that good. But at the time it's not that I loved good. it. It was the idea. But it was it was the fact that I had the idea and I executed on it and Julia did the hook and everything that it was that was what was cool about it. That started something. That was like the other part of the momentum of me doing the raps. I've done nine raps this year. I just finished my ninth one, like I stuff to kind of finished off the second verse, but there, there's a process for these now. So that was in Mexico with no other inputs. I had no internet, like a lot of rain and I'm coming up with these ideas. And so I actually did one. And so I was, I was happy about that. It's also like, um, just part of that whole, um, you know, learning about the purpose. And I was reading more books. I was reading a lot there too. So,
1: yeah, I think, uh, well, during summer, I decided to retire from Australian rules football and play golf. And so I did that for a couple of months, but I ended up, that didn't last very long.
0: You came out of retirement? I came out of
1: retirement. I pulled a Tom Brady and I ended up going to nationals in October. So I was really trying to like, I was, I was really trying to like, I mean, I love golf, but it just is not the same as, as Australian rules football.
0: You could say you pulled a Michael Jordan too, because he came back and won another three championships. Yeah,
1: picks. I mean, I get it. Now that I, now that I, I kind of it's like the same thing. You know, when I was talking about how I have to touch and feel something, I had to just try it and see if I could live without it. And then, well, after nationals, I was like, I'm gonna play this for as long as I can. It's just too good. It's like too much of a high. You know, we're similar in that way, and like we like those those highs and. Sports and oh, footy, yes. particularly for me, is just the best, absolute best high. Like, and especially like winning a national championship. So, this year they put me up at forward, which is I'm going to call my retirement position. But forward is a lot less. Like all the mid, I used to play midfield, called on ball. It's basically you would you just like always fighting for the ball in the middle of the field, following the ball wherever it goes. Versus forward, you have a lot more space and you get to score goals. And so. I didn't get any injuries this Nationals felt great. I was like, I could play this thing for five more years.
0: You just have to adapt. You can't be exactly how you were because you know you're adapting to your age and you got to understand your limits. But then you also have a better understanding and more maturity on the field, I'm sure. So you can react and differently too because you have the perspective of your old position and now the new one too. And it makes you a better player in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just
1: like our teams at work, too. You have to know your players' strengths and weaknesses, and people may move into different positions, hopefully, as they learn more.
0: And if you've played all those positions, you have that perspective, and you understand the mistakes that they could be making, and you know their mindset, you know what they're doing. Because you've done it, so you're a better mentor. So
1: that's, that's a good point. So that's two things we actually did this year. One is we're moving one of our accounting managers, Jen, into more of an onboarding role to move. Well, what I realize is it's you want at least two people who understand each component of your business. And there was a lot of stuff that Ashley, my COO, was doing. There wasn't a lot of overlap. So if she's gone, right, then there's not really anybody to back her up. We overlap when it comes to sales. Like if she were something would happen to her, I could pick up sales. But there was this whole onboarding and project management role that we want to try to get Ashley out of. So we're moving that to Jen. And then we also hired an admin assistant that's gonna support Ashley. So that way when she's out, there's backup there and that doesn't always like fall on me. Um, so again, it's just moving people around as the company progresses because if we do want to scale we realize we can only onboard two clients a month one or two clients a month yeah. with our current team because it's all on ashley right now so there's like this bottleneck right now where we have capacity for the team but we can only onboard so fast because there's such a big but a lot of work in the beginning so
0: oh yeah yeah this is i, I dealt with this and i didn't really see it from that perspective i just saw it as everybody's complaining because i took on a bunch of clients <laughs> you know i was I, I always had it from my view it was like. I can keep bringing these clients on and we need to. We yeah. need the work. And then everybody would complain because I would, I would bring on like six clients. And then that meant like extra to- loads of work for everybody. Um, you're doing double work a lot of times when you're bringing a new client Yeah, on. we
1: have a – right so. now in January, we're going to have a $20,000 month drop-off for like a mega client we had. Um, so Q th- during the summer, was slow. So I started freaking out a little bit. And I'm like, that's when I was getting all obsessed about marketing and then trying to get more revenue in the door. And then December was nuts. Like I came back from QuickBooks, QuickBooks Connect, Connect and I had like the busiest week I've ever had. And then it was, I mean, we all, we, we, I think we closed four clients in one month in December. So January I think things tend to work themselves out, I feel like, but I'm starting to understand the cycles of, okay, things are going to be slow in the summer.
0: We were always blindsided by being slow and busy, both of us, because it would be like, we would be talking about it like, God, I just had three new clients like in the past couple weeks.
1: Well, what I'm, so we hired, another thing that I figured out this year was marketing, right? You know, I have all the that I went through with the website and blah, 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 but uh, we hired a marketing agency. And so that, we won't feel the effects of that until next year, but starting to build SEO on our website, building email lists, doing marketing, email marketing so that we can actually control when we get clients, right? So like, let's say in the summer it's slow. We want to onboard more clients in the summer so we don't have this big rush at the end of the year. We can start doing email campaigns and really controlling our own inbound rather than just letting it happen. And then the other thing I've just started experiencing experimenting with this year is doing cold outreach on LinkedIn, which I was always a little bit hesitant to do because it feels spammy. Yeah. You were on the yeah. receiving
0: end of that. You were on the receiving yes. end of that. So yeah.
1: we, I've been doing it for a month, but I mean, it was like this company that charges $350. They're from Eastern Europe. They charge $350 a month. I'm like, it'll i try that. Um, so what they do is they take your ideal client profile. So I could say, Hey, it's going to be any agency between, they can do it by an employee count, right? So like, let's say five to 50 employees for us. And then they'll go out and do like a sequence, like you're used to getting kind of annoying email or messages you get. But we have been getting responses and we have been getting meetings booked. So I haven't closed the client yet through that way, but I do see it as a, a uh, again, having a little bit more control over when clients come in versus waiting for them to come and then have it be like this lumpy you know whole bunch at the end of the year and nothing during the summer
0: and if you do it in a non-intrusive way in a fun way yeah and then even even in the beginning of the calls you can always say yeah sorry about (laughs) direct like sorry about the cold outreach there but look we're talking now you know it works yeah
1: and it's all about timing because as business owners think of any time that you needed a vendor you needed something it's a pain in to go out and try to get a referral or try to go search it yourself and so if you have all of a sudden you have someone that's in your inbox like oh actually i was just talking about how i needed that so it really is about timing i was talking to michael lee
0: you read my oh yeah it almost
1: feels like i was talking to michael lee and i was like okay like tell me (laughs) tell me what has been like worked better for you has it been the more inbound through your website seo or has cold outreach and he's like well you know you use whatever that tool he was talking about Robots. robots he's like yeah. cold outreach always always has worked and and then i was talking to matthew and kenji about it and they're like yeah we like that's always been part of our strategy so it works um and it's like i mean people used to go knock on doors and then people used to do cold calling well
0: it's a combination it's a combination too because every, all the seo and all the inbound and the good website and all that other stuff that compounds the impression that you're making when you do the cold outreach yeah so if they are, if there is this legit, like, you know, you as a business owner, you have this service that you need. You don't want to go out and look. So somebody's coming to you, like right to your door, puts a flyer out, and then you check the legitimacy of it. And you're like, oh, I like their website. And then you look at them online and then maybe they see you on LinkedIn and they're like, oh, wait, I like this owner. She's fun. She's doing cool stuff out here. And then all of a sudden they get to know you and they've done their due diligence through everything you're doing. So it's a multi faceted approach and you're getting in front of the people you want to get in front of forcefully like you're you know poking your um you're opening the door a little bit more and putting your hand in the door before they can close it and say wait <laughs> take a look at this like maybe maybe you're opening the door in the first yeah place,
1: and i think in our right? profession we have to build trust first it's not like a piece of software you are like oh this solves my problem it's really about that long-term you know, the long game and I see SEO and website as more of a long-term strategy. It takes a long time to build that. But then after you get to a certain point um, you've made that investment and it's, it, it, you see the results of that long-term. So, and then as like you are thinking down the road, if you want to sell your business, you don't want it to always rely on the business owner. And then as you grow, you need more of that inbound because referrals can't sustain you know you start hiring more employees you need more control over when that revenue is going to come in the door
0: we're learning a lot of tips and a lot of tricks on how to do this because we're out there we're talking to so many different people like you know and half the time i talk to somebody or i meet somebody they've just met you or they just know you so this guy paul seaton i think um is that, is that paul, his name? yeah I just reached out to him myself without knowing that he met with you recently because I saw he works with marketing agencies and all that, and I wanted to have him on the show. And then he said that you he's talking to you. Just yeah, recently, just like a too. couple of days, and
1: maybe last week.
0: Literally, like it was two days difference between you talking to him and me reaching out to him at the same time. Well, that's time. funny. So How did like, you both...
1: end up reaching? It's out It's so to crazy.
0: Him. Twitter. Oh,
1: okay. He was on.
0: And you're not. I know you're not on Twitter. That was he that's the funny thing. He posted
1: on. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he posted on the realize group and then I looked and I noticed he worked with agencies too. He's more CFO first. He does also does the bookkeeping and stuff first. So he used to work at Summit CPA Group. Yeah. Oh, so real. he's got all the deets dope, on what, dope, dope, know, dope. what they were doing over there. But then he ended up starting his own firm. Yeah. So I actually messaged him on LinkedIn and I was like, Hey, which chat? but small yeah, world
0: we do that we're we're going, we'll go talk to anybody and then i regret um, it
1: then i look at my calendar and i'm always like oh, i don't want to talk to anyone anymore i don't and then i and then i get off the call and i was like that was awesome <laughs> like, i know I, I know it always
0: happens to me i don't want to talk to anybody that day and then once i talk to the first person i'm energized yeah. again like oh that was a great conversation i want to talk to the next one like i feel great by the end of the day after all the conversations but start the day off don't i don't want to talk to anybody sometimes i'm just like i want to go in my hole yeah. and uh not do anything so anyway yeah. that's why i do this that's why we're on so we got through june yeah. which is pretty respectable in in an episode so we'll do a part 2 and we'll go through the rest of the year we'll do our, finish our year okay you want to
1: split it up yeah i got to i got to get ready for the gym f45 here i'm going to stay consistent
0: stay consistent this is good we'll uh we can we can keep going again you know before the year closes. Yeah, we out. still gotta so, go through
1: ZeroCon, Fresh Pack in Toronto. We
0: still got so yeah. So stay tuned for dot 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 my trimerit um live podcast in Chicago, ZeroCon, Fresh Pack, Appy Camp, Deeper Weekend, Fresh Books Meetup Atlanta, Fresh Books Meetup Portland, Fresh Books <laughs> Meetup at <Ad> Accountex, <laughs> Fresh Books Meetup Austin, Digital CPA, and QuickBooks Connect. And then and everything else that e- happened. At a firm, and, and I think at the end
1: of it, we should go through what events we would recommend and not recommend, maybe.
0: For sure, for sure, and and everything that we did during the year that we would recommend others do, <laughs> and the failures, so the wins and the failures. So this was a good palate taster, or what do they call that? Like teaser, the, uh, appetizer. appetizer, teaser, appetizer. Yeah, I mean, you know, forty six minutes is respectable. For any podcast, but for this podcast, this is a this is a taste. This is like a preview. <laughs> None of our episodes are less than an hour anymore. I know that at least ours have always been over. Yeah, an and we hour, haven't so.
1: talked in like cool. months.
0: We got a lot to say, a lot to update. We're also going to uh, talk about my solo episodes that I'm going to have eventually. So Scott Scarano
1: stories. What?
0: And I'm just going to tell stories. <laughs> I'm just going to tell stories the whole time, but I'm going to pronounce it s3x scott scarana i worry stories. about
1: you being left alone
0: i do too i'm i'm so worried I, I don't know how it's gonna go i don't know if i'm gonna end up like making the best episode ever or a complete what about
1: failure. if you do like a live stream so there's actually an audience but you're just talking at them
0: that's a good idea actually not open to the public but like private private invitations yeah. to my friends. Something
1: like that. Just so you feel like you're, I don't know. I think you'll be more turned on if you have somebody oh, hell actually yeah. watching. Well,
0: that's like stand-up comedy almost. Yeah. Like that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I could call on the audience if I need to, like and make jokes, but that's all it's going to be is a routine and I'm just going to work my routine. It's kind of like year. a radio so show. A... Yeah. Basically, yeah. I want to I wanna try to do that like on a consistent basis during the year, maybe perform my raps in it too or make that a, a safe space to do that. I think that that'll be cool. Something for 2023. I haven't done it yet, but I'm just going to call it S3X, right? Like Scott's grand oh, stories. Oh, okay. Got it. I'll just tell stories. I love it. I got a lot of stories. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Just to preview love it. I always have these ideas. This one has been brewing for a while though. This one's been like, I know other people that do it and they've suggested that I do this and they've strongly pushed. That's also why I'm doing Ron Baker's episode solo. Yeah, because I have also realized that my solo episodes are doing well and I never really had the confidence to do that. I always thought I needed somebody else. That's why I had you on with David Barrett because I needed an, an audience too. you were you're a good audience. You were good with a- Ashford, too. And David Barrett, I was going to have you on with Ron Baker, but I felt like I might need to go deep. With yeah, him. I might not need the distraction. I, I think I can I can get some real I can go deep with Ron get some real real personal stories from him stuff that he doesn't talk anywhere else about I'm gonna go yeah, ask
1: him the hard questions this is gonna be the real question I think
0: I'm gonna call it story time is up story times up something like that because the book is called times up and I want to I want this to be story time so I'll do like story time
1: up I'm very curious something. I won't ruin the spoiler so you don't have to tell me but I'm very curious about that name what mm-hmm. times
0: up Okay. Well, I will, uh, I'll fill you in. This will be like a book report with Ron too. I'll Mm -hmm. do like a fresh book report with Ron. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the book. It's, it's been great. So for, this has just been a a long, long teaser for that episode and for the, the sex episodes. S three X episodes. Like, sorry, like what? They're, you didn't um, tell me about those, the sex yeah.
1: episodes.
0: Oh no, no, no! We can, we can get, We can <laughs> do those too. I've had a lot of too. preparation over the years those for those. Lots of preparation. <laughs> Lots of practice. Lots of preparation for those. <laughs> Lots of practice. We're gonna have some great ones there. We're not gonna do Nick's tips on porn. I think we have uh, retired Nick's. Have we retired Nick's tips before we even got to know, Part Two?
1: No, I think I think we should in the next season maybe do more descriptive titles. I think okay. the P's, yeah. like, it's very, so. it sounds very limited by the, just the P, but when you actually listen to it, there's a lot more depth to it, so maybe we...
0: Well, uh, the last Varsity Tips, I used the same simple format with me and you on episodes talking about <laughs> except I actually made the title yeah. relevant, yeah. and it worked. it does. Varsity Tips with Tax Scalability in Mind. Like, we can, we can start them all off and say Varsity Tips with whatever in mind, something like that, you know, follow... Fi- it still has to follow some form of, like, structure. And I always just started with the title as the structure, and everything else was just a free-for-all once you opened it up. <laughs> so now we need episodic structure and title structure next year. Today, we had a theme, and we, we broke through. We came out strong. We came in hot, and we're halfway done.
1: Halfway there. Halfway through the year. Half- <laughs>
0: it's been a hell of a year. We didn't even get to the rap stuff. Like I didn't even have at, at this point I hadn't even performed or recorded a rap.
1: You're at nobody all. at this
0: point. T- I'm no I'm not a rapper. I'm not a toddler LT? at this point. Cool. But I'm not a rapper. I'm cool? not LT You're yet. Just <laughs> so I'm just a toddler. <laughs> I'm just a child. <laughs> I'm child. I act childish, act foolish. I'm not a fool. <laughs> so we will we will stay tuned and we will get go deeper later on. Probably later on this week while we while we have all while this time. While we have read, time
1: so. this week because it's the low key week between Christmas and New Year's. Which is supposed to be low key. I have a low
0: key life. I have a yeah. low key life these days. I need I need activities. I need to do I need some regular recurring things. So this series is gonna be it's good. Gonna be... I'm gonna do a new rap. I'm gonna do next year I'm gonna do ten raps. This year I was gonna do one and I ended up almost doing ten. I might end up doing 10 before the end of the year. year's not over yet. And I'm going to do 10 next year. And for the podcast, we're going to actually have a school year calendar with a schedule of episodes each week. I'm going to start doing some current events with Byron. Byron's going to be a big help at Accounting High. He's got a mic now, too. So we're going to start doing cloud accounting type episodes. Ah, well, It's with like current events we, we, in the accounting yeah. industry. Ooh. Yep. And we're going to turn those around okay. quick. So those are gonna come probably come out like I don't know what days Mondays maybe Monday Wednesdays or Fridays, and then we're gonna have the regular guest episodes, and we're probably gonna have these Varsity tips or some other form of like practice yeah. tips, accounting firm as the third episode of the week. So this is gonna be a um, a pretty big eventful feed for anybody anybody in this accounting. That's world.
1: That's sick! I can't wait. Twenty twenty three is yeah. gonna be off the charts. We got momentum. We got now. momentum now. I feel it we got momentum. I feel way more comfortable recording now actually, you know what? I want to thank you for making me do this because now that I've been on other po- I used if you would have listened to some of the podcasts that I was on before we started this, so bad that people didn't even publish them like because I would get so nervous uh, yeah. and now when I go on them, I don't get nervous I mean like a little bit before, but it's just uh, I would say like the biggest ROI of doing this has been th- being able to go on other people's podcasts and feeling way more comfortable and more confident. So it's been good. So
0: many accidental ROIs. Yeah. Like I just wanted a time and space to hang out. <laughs> That's all like, it, let's, let's make, let's serve, use our powers for good. Right. Yeah. Like I know that the sh- we talk about is useful. Is it, like we have knowledge. We're doing real things, real places. I've gotten so much out of this, so much more than I had hoped for. Like it wasn't, you know, this it wasn't to make money, but now I want to make yeah. money doing it. Now I think I can. Like we got we got a really cool thing that we're gonna do. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tease it here yet. This is not appropriate for teasing. But we're gonna do something really big next year for for next year the big the big coming out party. Um, but everything, like everybody I've met, everything I've done. I feel like I didn't do it by myself at all. It's because of you, because of Kenji, because of all of our friends that gave me the confidence to keep doing what I was doing and to learn more. Even Ackerman too. I needed Ackerman <laughs> for like, God, I cannot get along with Ackerman though. Like every time I record with him or anything, it just has to be an argument. It's not even like it's not funny anymore. Um, I'm I'm tired of. So now we're gonna do solo episodes because we tend to not argue as heavily when there's not another person in the room. We're a little bit more intimate with our relationship and we actually like give each other compliments when it's just me and him so we're gonna do solo episodes too we're gonna just keep doing hard numbers episodes and just keep talking about his firm (laughs) and i could weave mine in too but i don't care as much about mine i do but you know so i've learned a lot thank you to our audience thank you to our listeners for putting up with all of our this year for listening for being loyal listeners and not giving up on us if you're still listening, our audience has grown, Nicole. We're hitting 500 for most of these episodes now, at least not most, but like we are hitting wow. 500s. We haven't had an episode hit six yet. So what that's going to be next, one? the next goal. Was number one? It's coming on to be number one. It's just about to pass Ron Baker's. So the race to number one is Summit CPAs. The Jody's is, is number one still. The model cloud hmm. accounting firm. And Ron Baker's The Art and Soul of Accounting is is one away from Dave Barrett's The Age of the Super App. And guess who's coming in hot? Logan's is about to pass Stats episode. So Stats wasn't third this whole year. And not only did uh, Logan beat him to 10,000, but now he's about to beat out his, his episode. <laughs> Let's
1: go, Logan.
0: I know. Yep, 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 yep. So... Stay tuned. I'll probably record again with oh. Logan. I got another episode coming out with stats in two I weeks. I'll
1: tell you, I week. created what? a Twitter account. I forgot. Oh, you did? I was drinking What's the Twitter account? my friend Tamra, you know Tamra. So know her high school principal, who wasn't, I think he was like just a staff at the high school. Her high school principal, Ron be oh, the principal I have to send you a video of this. So he got busted for having a threesome on campus with two of the other staff members. And so he's like
0: wait, all wait, you can what? see is his
1: head in a window. And it's like you can tell he's like thrusting, but all you can see is his head in his like upper body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Dude, love I, how that's a good I this have to send it to you. To anybody so so I wanted listening. to show it to
1: Mike, and so I texted her, I was like, Hey, send me that Twitter video. So some kid on campus, high schooler filmed it and put it on Twitter. And so it went viral. Guy lost his job. This is this is modesto for you where I grew up. But uh, so anyway, I wanted to see that, and I couldn't see the video, so I created a Twitter account. But you I have can't a Twitter access account, so now I'm Tricky Nikki360, and I got to get I got to log oh, on like it. That. That, that was my old AOL, yeah, my old AOL screen name. But
0: well, that's also your Apple name too, for for anybody reading our reviews. I'm good Tricky <laughs> <Nikki> <laughs> Now everyone can tell too, yeah.
1: It's not my Reddit yeah. account, so. All
0: right. All right. All
1: right well, peace out. Bye.